Well, we're back with the legendary, iconic uh, Roger Stone, who just came out with that best dress list and worst dress list. you got to go to the Stone Zone, stonezone.com, for all kinds of content and uh, uh, maybe even some merchandise. Really great stuff. Roger Stone. Roger Stone, thanks again. Uh, how did How did you find out that Nixon liked his martinis a certain way? In what way was that? Well, in the uh, in his post presidential years, um, uh, I worked closely with President Nixon, uh, handling his schedule and uh, vetting invitations, uh, running political errands, passing messages, and so on. Uh, and Nixon himself was very uh, was not very introspective. He was very very forward looking. It was very hard to get him to talk about the past. You know, Eisenhower, Jack Kennedy, uh, the attack on Caracas. The, uh, the great events of his life, Joe McCarthy, except for when he had a couple cocktails. <laughs> then he became absolutely loquacious. Uh, and uh, he calls uh, his martini recipe the silver bullet. He would say, do you want a silver bullet? <laughs> this was uh, originally in his townhouse on the Upper East Side, later out in Saddle River, New Jersey. And I said, yes, sir, I love one. So uh, here is the recipe. You take a bottle of olives. Uh, you drain the juice, you fill it with water, you shake it up, you drain the water, you fill it with dry vermouth, you put it in the refrigerator. You have pre-chilled a couple of martini glasses by splashing with water, throwing them in the freezer. Now you take uh, your cocktail shaker, uh, which could be aluminum or could be sterling silver. Uh, you fill it with a combination of both cracked but also cubed ice. Uh, you pour in the suitable amount, in this case, of vodka, uh, and you shake very, very, very aggressively, huh. as Nixon would say. If there are not tiny shards of ice on the surface of the martini, well, that means you effed it up. Uh, and uh, you, you pour it into your glass. You retrieve the bottle from the refrigerator. You drop in one or two marinated olives, and there you have Richard Nixon's silver bullet. Huh. And I said, wow, Mr. President, this is really great. He said, yeah, I got the recipe from Winston Churchill. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad the recipe is over because it's very tempting. I stopped drinking about six years ago, but boy, oh, boy, that sounds really, really good. Hey, you mentioned the townhouse on the Upper East Side. I don't know if you know this, but listen to this, Roger. That townhouse was, uh, I believe, on East 65th between 3rd and Lex. You know who else lived on East 65th between 3rd and Lex? Three other presidents. Donald Trump lived there for a time. Uh, FDR lived there for uh, many years, and General Grant lived there. So what is that? One, two, three, four presidents on one block in New York City. Isn't that crazy? Did you know that? I did not know that. But then uh, in Dallas on November 22nd, 1963, uh, John Kennedy was there. That's one president. Lyndon Johnson was there. He became president. Richard Nixon was in town. He was a former vice president who would become president. Uh, and George H.W. Bush just happened to be in town. Ooh. What are the odds on that? I did not know about George H.W. Bush. Hey, and maybe you can verify this for me. Um, I heard that Nixon found out about Kennedy's death. So he flies out of Dallas, and uh, you know Nick, uh, Kennedy's not dead yet. He gets to LaGuardia, gets out, and some woman, he's in his car, and a woman is like flailing on the corner, and then she faints, and they get out to see what's wrong with her, and then she faints again. And she tells him, oh, Kennedy just died, and, and, and then I saw you. <laughs> so she was totally traumatized. Is that a true story? How did Nixon find out about Kennedy? Do we know? Uh, that, is, that is all accurate. Uh, he then told the cab driver to turn on the radio, uh, and he heard the report that Kennedy had 
been shot, uh, it had not yet been verified that he was dead. By the time he got to his uh, uh, his uh, apartment building on Park Avenue, where he lived in the same building as. Oops. Oh, shoot. Did we lose him? The doorman said, uh, uh, oh, Mr. Vice President, I have terrible news. The president is dead. Nixon then went to his apartment, called J. Edgar Hoover, the head of the FBI, who, of course, he knew well, and said, uh, tell me, Edgar, uh, was it one of those right-wing nuts? Uh, and Hoover said, no, Dick, it was a communist, which is interesting because Lee Harvey Oswald had not yet been apprehended. Wow. 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 Man, Roger Stone, you're amazing. The knowledge, the experience. And you know what? Uh, you're an expert, but you, you're a character, too, in the best way. You know, America has become so bland in so many ways. And you're out there. We appreciate you. Everybody's got to go to the Stone Zone and get this. Not to brag, uh, Roger Stone, but I just got a text from, you know who, the President of the United States, with a picture of your best dress list and my name circled, Greg. I think this is absolutely fantastic. Best to you and John Katz. And CR, I know who that is. Thank you. Thank you so much, Roger. Thank you so much, Greg. God bless you. And Happy New Year. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.